And three, two, one. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Inner City Hermit. We're going for episode I don't even know anymore. I probably should know, but I, I don't know. Um, I think that's a good thing. That means it's, well, you know, we're cooking with gas, as uh, one would say, or electricity, depending on what type of stove you have. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm feeling really good again. I had a shit week. I've had a shit week. Um, not a shit week as in things have happened to me, but a shit week in that um, there's just a lot going on. A lot going on. I wasn't even actually going to do a podcast this week just because of uh, the amount of work I have to do uh, in terms of schoolwork. Um, I know being a PE teacher is the best job in the world until you get to about the ninth week of school where you actually have to do marking. So I have a lot of assessments to mark uh, and I've still got a lot of assessments to mark. But I feel like because I didn't record during the week, that was probably one of the reasons why I didn't feel that great. So I'm, uh, I'm glad I've, uh, you know, it's, it's Saturday morning. It's Saturday morning. Um, I'm actually doing a record, edit and upload podcast today. There's no space, no room for error. So um, yeah, and uh, I haven't actually had any time to um, put any notes down either. So I'm going old school. I'm going just rambling. I'm just going to ramble for like 30 minutes. Whatever comes to my mind um, is going to come to my mind. But um, I watched uh, I watched a Dave Chappelle uh, comedy special. I love watching Dave Chappelle. Uh, I was a big fan of the Chappelle show back in the day. I love it. Used to offend everyone. It was great. Um, but I think Dave Chappelle's really cool in that if you watch a lot of his uh, comedy... It's a lot of like sitting down and just chatting. He'll literally just sit there and just chat to the audience for like, I don't know, for like half an hour. And then a lot of the stuff that comes up, he'll, it'll actually be super funny. So um, I love that format. So I'm going, I, I, I'm calling it, I'm going Chappelle style this, uh, this podcast. So, you know, it could be the you know, the greatest podcast of all time. It could be a flaming hot piece of dog shit, but you know, you gotta, you gotta be in it to win it. So let's see what happens. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's been, it's been a a busy week. Um, flashing back to episode two when I teased people for being busy, but I've been busy, um, doing a lot of marking, doing a lot of stuff, setting up in preparation for week 10 so I can switch off a little bit and, uh, have a little bit of fun at school. So, that's, uh, that's really good. Um, but I think mentally this week has been a little bit draining. Um, I found myself getting, I don't know, I, I've found myself getting mad at things that I don't usually get mad at. And I think that is because of stress. I think we all get into uh, a little bit of a, I don't know, not, you kind of get to whatever job you do, whether you're, I don't know, an architect. I don't know, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Uh, whether you're a pro wrestler whether you're a rapper, whether you're a businessman, whether you're a bloody skydiving instructor. I think after, you know, a good 10-week period of, of working straight, you get mentally, mentally exhausted and you kind of have to reset yourself or change up your routine a little bit. So um, I found myself changing up my routine a little bit. Um, I haven't been do- doing gym in the morning, which um, it's not a bad thing, but... It's something that I like doing in the morning. It makes me feel good, but I've been doing it in the afternoon. So my outlook on gym this week has been like, oh, fuck. 
do I have to? Whereas usually it's like in and out in the morning and then I can come home and chill out. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, once we have that, once I get over this hump, you get into, you, you, you refresh yourself, you have a good weekend um, and hopefully I can turn things around next week and, and get, my, get my shit together. Clean my room, as uh, Jordan Peterson would say. Um, but yeah, what's been happening this week? got uber eats that's that is another downside to me i can always tell when i'm not mentally there because i eat shit food like i always will buy order uber eats or i'll get lazy or i don't know you know you just i'm not eating as well as i should be and if anyone tells you that diet has nothing to do with your mental feeling they're fucking lying to you because i can guarantee you if you eat well and once again, I'm not saying bloody eat vegan or whatever, but if you eat good food, so whatever that is to you, if you eat good food during the week, I really believe it, uh, it helps you mentally. Like I know, I know I can always kind of pinpoint if I'm having an off week, it's usually because I'm eating too much junk food. Uh, like for example, during the week this week, I, uh, I went down to Woolies and got myself 12, 12 vegan sausage rolls and I ate them all in one sitting. And uh, the next morning, I felt like a busted butthole. Just felt terrible, felt lethargic, felt gross. Bleh, just felt out of it. And uh, yeah, you know, you look at it, you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta eat well. I gotta eat better. So that's that's my goal for next week. I'm gonna eat better. I'm gonna eat good food. My personal dietitian comes back from her holiday, which means I I will have someone keeping me accountable, which is something that I, I think I need. Um, as much as I like to think I'm very disciplined and I can, I can, you know, keep myself to a strict plan. I'm not, I, I'll come home one day and I'll be like, Oh, no one's going to know if you eat 12 sausage rolls. Hey, eh? you sit down in front of the TV and just scoff them down. Look like Smeagol from bloody Lord of the Rings. Just like, yes, my precious. And just eating sausage rolls, feeling like a big piece of shit. But yeah, we all have those weeks. We all have those weeks. Uber Eats. I was thinking this week, really over Uber drivers. Uber drivers, Uber Eats drivers, both of them. Had a really weird experience with an Uber driver, actually. I've had lots of weird experiences with Uber drivers. Uber drivers are... You either, I don't know, you either have a really uneventful ride, and it's just in and out, see you later, mate, cheers for the ride, catch up, or... You end up having this weird, like, conversation about life and how, I don't know, how this person feels. Like, I had two experiences, two experiences that are worth talking about. Uh, My first experience was, um, I jumped in an Uber, jumped in an Uber with, I can't remember who it was. It was was a mate, I know know that, Um, and yeah, it was a mate, it was, I didn't catch an Uber with some random dumb thing to say it was someone I knew anyway they get in the back I get in the front g'day mate how you going oh yeah good 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 um where are you going I was like oh, I'll put it in the uber but anyway I'm going here and he goes okay brilliant I get in the uber nice car awesome bloke seems cool doesn't seem like he's gonna take me out back and kill me which is always a plus when you're uh, jumping in an uber with someone you have never met before which is weird like I have friends where if I jump in their car, I'm like, mm, 
I don't really trust this dude's driving or this girl's driving. Do I, you know, what's, do I really, you know, and that's someone you know, that's someone you know, yet we're completely fine with picking up our phone, uh, complete stranger's going to pick me up. I've never seen this dude drive before. He could be fucking terrible, but I wouldn't know any better. And just willingly jump in his car, you know, in this, this steel death machine and just, yeah. So, you know, when you, when you really analyze Uber drive, the whole Uber thing, it's kind of sketch. Like it's amazing that not as many bad things happen, but anyway, I get to a T intersection with this bloke and there's a car coming to the left. And you know, when you're a passenger and you know, everyone's got their own way of driving, but you, when you're a passenger, you're kind of thinking like, ah, oh, I wouldn't go yet because this car's coming pretty quick. Nah, not this bloke. So I'm sitting there and you know, when you get brake foot, so I brake foot's when you're there in the passenger side and, and you're, you're like, I don't know, you, your brain just tells you like, oh, put the brake on. And then you end up pushing an invisible brake in the passenger seat. I got brake foot real bad and this dude just flung out and I've fucking shit myself. Like I reckon I have at least farted because of like, I've just actually got to the point where I was like, Oh, like I was grabbing my seat and we flung around the corner and the dude, uh, looks at me and he goes, he goes, are you okay, mate? And he had an accent, but I don't want to do an accent because I'm horrible at accents. Every accent I come out always sounds like an Indian accent. I don't know why, but he flung out and I was sitting there like, oh my God, we almost died. Like I, and it was coming on the passenger side. So I would have been this bloke's airbag. Like I would have copped the full brunt of the car. And I'm pretty sure it was like a, a Jeep coming towards us. Not some little Nissan cube, Nissan cube. Um, and, and he looked at me and he goes, Oh, uh, mate, uh, are you okay? And I said, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In my head, I'm like, no, I'm not okay. This dude almost fucking killed me. Um, and he looks at me and he goes, no, I'm, it's okay. Some people get scared of my driving and I'm like, Oh shit. I wonder why, mate. And, uh, he goes, but you know, I, no, I don't, I'm not even going to put the accent on. He goes, but you know, and this is the funniest thing ever. He goes, you know, I do this for a living. Like, this is what I do for a job. I'm a professional driver. And I thought, hold up, rewind that track, boy. You drive for Uber. You're a professional driver. Like, I was thinking like, dude, professional drivers are like Craig Lowndes. Are you seriously in in a Mitsubishi Lancer calling yourself Craig Lowndes because you're driving two blokes around? Like, when he said professional driver, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, technically you are get you're getting paid to, to drive. So, I mean, like I got paid to play football once. Wouldn't call myself a professional footballer. I'd still say I'm a shit kicker from down the road, but he called himself a professional driver. And then he went on this long like rant about how People don't understand how to drive and I've been driving every day of my life. And I was like, firstly, so have I, I own a car, wouldn't call myself a professional driver though. So I thought that was really funny. And you know, he was just chatting. He just kept chatting about how he's a professional driver. And I was just sitting there like, all right, well, as long as this dude doesn't murder me, I'm fine, but he's not getting fucking five stars. I can tell you that right now.
you know, you kind of lose a start every time you almost kill your passenger. So that was one of my stories. You know, professional driver. I just thought, I've never heard that. Like, do you think you're Mark Scaife? Like, could you drive? It just seems silly. just seems really silly. But, you know, that's, that's one experience you get with Uber drivers. So you, you get the experience where they think they're a good driver and they're not really a good driver. But then you get the other one where they are a good driver. They're fine. They use your drive speed limit, whatever. But they always love to... And, you know, it's your, it's your fault because you kind of initiate conversation with that generic Uber driver chat, like, oh, how long you been doing Uber? And you try not to, like, you sit there. You ever seen those memes where it's like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. And then you're like... So how long you been driving Uber for? And you just sit there, you're like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? It's like accidentally lying. You're just like, why did I say that? Why would I, why would I ruin this perfectly fine trip with that stupid question? And then that could go, that then throws it on the Uber driver. You know, your Uber driver now has the potential to do a long ass like conversation starter where you're now strapped in, seat belted in for 15 minutes of awkward idle conversation or they'll kind of give you a dismissing answer like, oh, yeah, like three years. Cheers, mate. And then you sit there, you put your phone in, like, okay, cool, sick. But uh, I was with this dude and um, and I was with a big group. So luckily enough, I was in the back seat, like back, back. It was an Uber XL. And this dude was, how would I put it? He took his job very seriously. Um, that's the only real way I can, I can put it. And he was just having a yarn about passengers. And you know when someone, they speak to you and you know they're not mad, like they're not angry, but they seem really intense. Like they seem like if you say the wrong thing, they're probably going to punch you in the face. That's this dude. So the first thing we do, my mate, he goes, oh, can we change the radio station? He goes, no, the music is set. And I was like, oh, that's a good tone setter. That's a great tone setter to indicate that this is going to be a 10-minute shit drive. Anyway, so one of the guys in the car, one of the girls in the car actually starts having a yarn to him about Uber driving and all this sort of jazz. And he goes on uh, speaking about respect or something. It's like, you know, I get passengers and if they don't respect me, then I drive really fast. And if they're, they're rude to me, then I drive really, really fast because I want them out of my car. And I'm like, okay, firstly, hang on. So if, a, if someone is rude to you, you drive radically and really fast, potentially putting them at risk of dying. I feel like that's not the way Uber drivers should drive. I feel like whether they're rude or not, I mean, when I worked in customer service jobs, if the customer was rude, I probably wouldn't fuck up their subway footlong. Like, I just feel like they'd probably be more likely to complain. So this dude was going off saying how he drives really fast when, um, you know, people are bad passengers. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then he's like, you know, when, when Uber drivers... Oh, I don't even, I don't even know. It was, it was a blur because I was terrified in the back. I was just sitting there like, this dude might have a gun on him. I hope not. But yeah, and then he started talking about life and how, you know, life and how he loves driving and driving is his life and this is all he wants to do. And I was just like, oh my freaking God. Okay. 
And it was at that time where I knew I had 10 minutes left in the Uber and I just wanted to get the fuck out. But unfortunately, I was in the back of an Uber XL and I was the last one in the car because he had to like fold the seats down. And he was having a go at me because I was folding the seats wrong and it was just shambles. Like, I don't know, if you're an Uber driver, just don't, uh, I don't know, don't try to be a certain specific type of Uber. Just drive, just drive, please. Just get in the car. I just want to get there safely. I don't want to hear about your political views. I don't want to hear about your outlook on life. I mean, it's great. Do do if you're a nice guy. Like I do have had, I've had numerous great Uber drivers that always have great chats and everything. But you know, they're just some of them are just over the top. And usually, it's the ones that are over the top that are the worst drivers. I was driving to work the other day, and it's great because I got a obviously I got a new car. It's my pride and joy. I worked a very I worked my fucking ass off to get to a point where I could buy the car. And I'm not ashamed to gloat and say how good my car is because I I really worked hard for it. So, you know, if you think, oh man, this dude just loves talking about how good he is. Fuck you. I don't care. I worked my ass off. And this, I've got a dash cam now. So and the dash cam is the greatest thing ever. It's so good because usually when you're driving and something like stupid happens, you, you, you don't really have a good, because your brain's kind of in like hyperdrive. You're really hypersensitive. You, well, this is me anyway when I drive and I make sure like I avoid all that. So I'm really focused. But when you look back on the footage, it's, it's hilarious to watch because you, you don't realize how stupid some people are. Like it's funny. Um, but this Uber driver, they're nightmares sometimes because it's, I think the mentality of some Uber drivers, especially in the city is I need to get there and I don't care about any other car this is going to make me money. So I'm going, this bloke has pulled out in peak hour traffic, cut across six lanes of traffic, pretty much ruined everyone's trip to work just to get from one side of the street to the other side of the street. So he could do a U-turn. They're nightmares. And I don't understand how, like at what, if you weren't an Uber driver, why would that seem like a good idea? Why? I don't understand. You're putting everyone at danger. Just, Go around the long way, mate. Be a normal driver. And the other thing, the other thing to do with Uber, not Uber drivers, but Uber each drivers on scooters, man. They are maniacs. I don't understand. I got a fine three years ago, right? Because I, my phone rang, I, I clicked the button. So I reached over, clicked the button to mute the call because I wasn't going to answer the call. And a copper pulled me up for that. I literally wasn't looking at the screen. I just touched my phone and uh, I got a fine. It was like a $300 fine too. So eat dicks to that dude. But the thing I don't understand is I see coppers all around this. Once again, not a dig at police. Okay. I, I've never had a bad issue with police. I've never, you know, I'm not one of those, you know, FTP dudes. What, like they're doing their job. They're doing their job. Like I'm doing my job. Like you're doing your job. They're just doing their job. Leave the poor blokes alone. But they, they're driving past these guys on you know, Uber Eats scooters. The Uber Eats scooter drivers, all they do is they're just sitting on their phone while they're scooting around. So I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to navigate my way around the city, which is already confusing as fuck. Yet you've got these little dudes on scooters who they'll just be looking at that and it'll be like, oh shit, this is my turn. And then just they'll veer off. And you're like, you know... At the end of the day, it doesn't really do anything to my safety. I mean, like, I'm driving a pretty big car. But this dude, like, if I hit him, 
then I'm in trouble because he's an idiot driver. Like, I don't understand. Just, if you drive Uber Eats, just be normal. Especially with the bike riders. If you can't, like, cyclists, I get, they usually, you know, they can cycle the speed limit, at least in, like, you know, a 50, 60 zone. These dudes on, like, some, you know, picked up bike that they found on the side of the street, and they're riding around going, like, pedaling about 15 k's and they're riding in the middle of the lane just like use your fucking brain just get on the freaking footpath okay there's enough shit going on on the road already you don't need to just be on your bike just pedaling around just get on the footpath you if if you can't ride the speed limit just get on the footpath it's seriously not hard and i mean in the back like and that's another thing. You see these guys just like jacking up on their bikes and then the food in the background just like pff, sloshing everywhere. Kia and I got Uber Eats once and Kia made, made the mistake. She got laksa, which is like a soup if you don't know what laksa is. And this dude has just emptied the thing while he was riding around. I think he was riding a scooter too, so God knows how quick he was driving. But I got my, the laksa, picked up the bag. The bag was just sopping. I just looked at the dude like... And he just, he looked at me like, oh, sometime it'd be like that. Like, why? It, it's never like that. Just drive normally and the thing won't spill. <sighs> Sorry. You know what this problem is? I'm ranting so much because I've had such a shit week. <laughs> so if you've had a shit week and this is making you feel better because you're like, yeah, fuck those guys. I'm glad. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, man. That felt good. Oh, sometimes a rant feels so good. Apologies, because that is like the half the podcast talking about Uber drivers. But, um, you know, it, uh, it is what it is. That's, man, that feels good. God damn, that felt good. Okay. Sorry, gang. Sorry, I went in. I did go in, but. Sometime it'd be like that. <laughs> Alrighty. On a serious note, uh, not a serious note, but on a kind of happier note, um, this week we had Are You Okay Day, um, and I'm sure everyone's seen, uh, you know, people posting about it, and that's great. It's seriously so good. I got nothing bad to say about it. I'm I'm glad that this is a thing. I'm glad that in 2019, it's okay. To feel that there's enough stuff out there that's promoting people that if you're not feeling okay, you can go get help. I feel like, especially in men, uh, especially for me, because you know I get my brain's a fucking mess. Like that's half the point behind the podcast is this is this helps me so much. And I have chats to everyone else. You know, people. I've actually just recently sold one of my old microphones to someone who's who wants to start their own podcast and we kind of communicated about how um, it's to be be like real, to be, to be who you are talking. Like I think this is one of those moments where you get to see exactly what I'm thinking and I'm hoping, my whole point behind this podcast is I hope that if you are having a rough time, that you feel like you can listen to some of the shit that I talk about and resonate with it and know you're not alone. So, you know, this week mentally has been pretty shit. Um, you know, not having Kia here is, is really, it's hard for me. Um, 
not that I'm just like so reliant on her or anything like that, but um, she really keeps me sane. Like she's great to talk to. She listens and I, lo- I get to unload a lot of my problems on, onto her. Um, so, you know, having that, that person in your life and, you know, I've never been one to talk about how I'm feeling and she, it's taken me a long time to get to a point where if I'm not feeling okay, I can talk to her about it or I can talk to my parents about it. Um, so I love that this is now a thing. It's a thing that it's okay to not be okay. And you don't feel like, I feel like I just thinking about my friends, I don't think there's anyone that I know that if I had a problem and went to them and spoke about it, that they would judge me or say like, you know, he's weak or he's a bit of a soft cock or whatever. It's, that's really cool. So if you're, you know, if, if you don't have that sort of support, I think all these days, like, are you okay? And, um, you know, the live-in stuff and all that sort of stuff is so awesome. It's really cool. Um, but a big thing I wanted, like kind of express, and I know I don't have a big platform. I know that there's not many people that listen and I'm, I'm not making this podcast because of that, but let's collectively, let's make sure this is not just a one day thing. Like let's do it all the time. And the cool thing about it is too, it's, it's a lot of social media based. So, you know, everyone looks at social media like it's shit and how it's so toxic for you. But you know, from what I saw on Are You OK Day, going through Instagram stories and stuff like that, it's all people saying how willing they are to like have a chat if you need it. And it's people who like, I don't know, but I'm sure if I reached out to them, they'd be cool with it. So let's, I don't know, collectively not make it Are You OK Day. Like create an environment where it's always like that. Like you should always be able to communicate with people who will help you. And that's not, you know, professionals, that's just like friends and family and stuff. So, you know, it's um, collectively as, as a society, I reckon, keep, because it's already happening, we keep the movement going, man. It's sick. It's really cool. You know, I, I love it. It's something at school as well with, um, with the kids that I try to really express to them that, you know, shit happens and you should be able to talk about it. And you know, I think if you really expose kids that are younger, you know, 14, 15, where it is a shit time in your life, it's really like, I remember when I was 14, 15, I was just an emotional wreck. Like you just getting just overloads of hormones and you were just like, what the fuck do I do with all of this? So, you know, it's cool that this is happening with people in their twenties and, you know, their late teens, but I, you know, expressing it to like younger kids as well. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I got to end that in this podcast with that because that's something that's important to me someone who you know has a bit of a shit time with their head sometimes so yeah if you're having a rough time please talk to someone like odds are you're probably not alone and all that sort of stuff and you know coming from someone who has started to open up to other people it helps it helps so much and like if what you need to do is start a podcast to get your feelings out there fucking do that man because this this has been one of the greatest things that I've ever done in my life, being able to do this. And like I said, I don't do this because I want it to be big. I don't do this because I want to be the next fucking Joe Rogan. I just do this because it makes me feel good. So if that's you, do it, man. I've got two extra mics. Hit me up if you want one. Take it. Take it. I don't know. Sing, rap, speak. Do something that makes you feel good, man, because it, it helps. It helps so fucking much.
Um, anyway, that's that's 28 minutes, man. So, guys, you know it. I say it every week, and I hope it's becoming a regular thing. You know it's coming, man. If you're driving to work, guys, have a fucking great day. If you're coming home from work and it was a shit day, go home, have a beer, reset, do whatever you need to do, film a podcast. If it's your weekend, I don't know. Go hang out with someone you haven't hung out in a while. Check in on your mate from primary school. How are they doing? Catch up with them. It's all about making other people feel good. Have a rant if you need it, but don't let it ruin your day because I feel really good now. So peace out, Hermit Gang. I'll see you next episode. Gang, man, that feels good. Catch you later, guys. Peace.